Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. Jane Ellen here with Adam Cravens, and we are going to actually review a movie that's kind of scary. We're sort of in the dark, and we're going to tell stories. It's Yeah, I think most of those things are accurate. If mm-hmm. not, they're accurate enough. So, scary stories to tell in the dark? Is it is that, scary? Is it, no, is that the title? Yes, yeah. Okay. I mean, scary stories is kind of what's emphasized, and then you've got to tell in the dark is kind of the, the smaller part of it. Well, scary stories told in the daylight are not as scary. Or, or like scary stories told at a Starbucks. Like, they're just... I, I agree, I think... And told, I didn't have tip money. You know, that is scary. This is not foamy enough. <laughs> I wanted the skinny mocha. Anyway, so... Who's in this? No one I know? R- really no, no one, one of like really any any import. Like most of the their people their parents think they're important. Well, I mean, or, or hopefully their parents think they're important. Hmm. That's that's not always a guarantee. That's true. But these are all basically newcomers or just character actors or well, filmed in Canada what? As you and I were discussing earlier, it only cost $25 million to do, mm-hmm. and you know how you get to a $25 million budget? Yeah. You don't hire Brad Pitt. Yeah. That's, that's one of the first or, or Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't hire either of those people mm-hmm. if you want to keep your budget under $25 million because those guys don't work for scale. No, they I'm do not. Reasonably certain. And then they have to bring their people. Right. And and I'm sure like your your craft services budget probably quadruples at the point mm-hmm. that they're there and they're like, "Well, I wanted caviar. And I'll Multiple be honest. Multiple colors of caviar. If I was in that position where I was a successful actor and I had people I really liked to work with, hair, makeup, that kind of thing, I would tend to try to want to have them with me because I know they do a good job and we got along instead of constantly having to meet someone new. You get to a point where you don't want to meet any more new people. But that's also a lot easier when your budget's $90 million exactly. or $200 million. So $25 million, this sounds like a three-month shoot to me. Uh, yeah, pro- probably, probably probably not like on location everywhere in the world. Like It's, it's not quite like James Bond 25. Mm-hmm. Were you dazzled by special effects? Now, the special effects and, like, I guess kind of the, the atmosphere is is some of the best stuff uh, in the movie. If mm-hmm. you have uh, – this movie reminded me a lot of uh, Goosebumps. Mm, like, okay. in that, like – There was some creepiness in that. Well, it wasn't a, a – the, the, the film is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, there wasn't – it wasn't a direct adaptation of, like, any particular book, but it kind of took from – I guess bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it that it wanted, and much in the same way, this is a I think it's a three book series. Like mm-hmm. it's a scary stories to tell in the dark, scarier stories, and then scary stories three. I believe they were late eighties to early nineties, and this isn't a direct edit. I I had not read the book, but Kristen um, had read it when she was a kid, and she really enjoyed it. And she was pointing out like some of the differences and like some of the stuff that they had omitted, and like some of the stuff that they they had added to it. Um, I really didn't think you were going to pull out Kristen read the book to the horror movie. Apparently, like she was, she was a big fan. Like th- this is not like a she is not like a come lately on the horror movie thing. Oh yeah, like, she's hardcore. And, and apparently, before she was watching them, like she was reading about them and like you know forming scary images in her head. I see. Wow. Because uh, I think we had put it was this or the kitchen like that we were going mm-hmm. to see and. I was leaning toward the kitchen because it's based on a comic book. Mm-hmm. She had, I mean, an obvious, she is the horror movie fan. And 
unbeknownst, I didn't even know it was based on a book <laughs> until till she, she hit me with that. Because usually I'm the one that pulls out the, well, in uh, <laughs> 1995, uh, such and such uh, decided to release this originally under the title. So she liked it. Yeah. I mean, both of us enjoyed it. I, I think the the issue both of us had with it, because it's, uh, it's PG-13, it's not R, like your traditional horror film is. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's 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 made for they're trying to make it for kids but it's a little too scary for kids like it does have some genuinely like scary moments in the movie that are probably too scary for the intended audience you're listening to parental guidance suggested from high atop the podcast center brought to you by hinson oakley family dentistry Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about this week's movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. But on the flip side of that, as an adult, it wasn't so scary that I, like, I, I'm not shaking in my boats. I'm just like, oh, that's eerie. But So it was eerie stories to tell in the dark. Almost. For you. Okay. It, it, yeah. And like I said, it's, it's sc- sc- stories that are too scary for the PG-13, like, an undercrowd. Okay. Like, so, on a scale... Of crawl to the Exorcist, where does this fall? Um, I would say it's it's probably about like a six. It's not it's it's not the Exorcist. Like nobody's turning their heads around. Mm-hmm. They're not vomiting like green green bile. Like mm-hmm. um, well, I'm okay. I'm not going to get into that part of the movie. But yeah, it's not the Exorcist. But it, it's it, like I said, it's not Toy Story four either. And I. I there, there was a point in it that I'm just I'm because I'm trying to figure out would I let the kid like because the kids are obsessed with horror movies. I but wonder like, why. But like okay, like they we went to see um, what was it the other day? But well, there was a preview for uh, it part two, and they're all just like <laughs> yes, and I'm like no, 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 and no. no. And they're like but yeah. but 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 it's not scary, Dad, and I'm just like right, right. Well, you're gonna wake me up. Uh-huh. At two o'clock in the morning, when you think a murder clown is in your closet, okay? There's always a murder clown. You know, you may be on the way to not having to see these films because they're not your favorite genre, and just let my youngest child go with your wife, and they can both enjoy the creepiness together, and we don't have to take that any part be, of it. That would be a lot. That would be easier. Yeah, it sure would. On me. So, and, I, and I say easier because I, re, I I sit there and I watch moving images on the screen. Yeah, so no, I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah, I'm not, not you know, I'm not really breaking a sweat like when it's happening. Now, uh, do you think this would be a good one to start Jenna on? Because my my she'll be 13 in just a few days. She's decided that she's ready to watch these types of films. It it, it like I said, it's a bit more adult than I think its age range. So this may actually, be, if she's wanting to get to like a creepier. Like yes. more atmospheric, atmospheric place. But again, you don't want to hit her over the head with like the hard R that mm-hmm. like, you know, there's just bile and blood and like, you know, everything like shooting everywhere all over the wall. Mm-hmm. That's that's not where you you want to have somewhere to to go up from. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, I, I would say like your your novice fan or, mm-hmm. or your, you know, as an adult. I also don't find this stuff as scary, maybe as I should, because when I'm when I'm thinking about that, like if I'm, I'm thinking about, oh, what if that guy stabbed me? And I'd be like, oh, well, I I wouldn't have to pay my bills anymore. That's that's not yeah. terrible. Mm. But on the flip side, like you also can't make a horror movie about like oh the mortgage that wasn't paid. <laughs> yeah, 
Though that would be truly. But I'm saying like you you throw that at me and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I'm all right. I got to sit down. guys. So some of these historical films that have debtors prison, those those scare you. That that bothers me a lot more. Like, honestly, debt more than anything else bothers me. Like knife knife wielding crazies. I'll meet you on the crazy plane. okay? Mm -hmm. like I don't I don't mind fighting crazy with crazy. And and like if if I lose it in the end, eh, that's fine. At least I tried. But again, like, you know, when you say two hundred thousand dollars in debt, I'm just like. Oh, I'm sick. I want to. I need to sit down. I need to sit mm. down. Yeah, I can see that. So, scary stories to tell in the dark. A good for the beginner. Reasonably satisfying for the fans of the books. Well, and it has a pedigree to it as well. Guillermo del Toro. I did not think you were going to follow that with agree. I just putting it out. <laughs> the uh, initially, I think the plan was for him to direct this movie because he loves to not direct mm-hmm. projects that he. He attaches him. He did write it. Um, he um, has a producer credit like on it. So he was very and like if you'll look at like, say, Pan's Labyrinth and then look at some of the special effects or even some of the stylistic choices in this movie, you can definitely tell that Del Toro, who who really should be his own like genre at this as much as like Steven Spielberg movies are definitely Steven Spielberg movies mm-hmm. like Del Toro movies definitely have their own flavor. Like, and it's, it's very apparent. And like, I, I'd be interested to have seen what would have happened if he had have continued on and actually directed instead of just wrote and produced it. So do you, well, it has made money. Yeah. I mean, 25 million to make. And so far it's just, did it just open the other day? It's uh, I think it's been out for two weeks. Oh, okay. So it's made like $40 million. It may make 55 million before it's pulled and i mean you've that's al- you've also got your you know video on demand. Yeah. Like, it will turn a profit but like i don't think it's the kind of money that instantly green lights a sequel which is the way the film ends it also definitely implies that if they decided to further this mm-hmm. there are there are avenues left to go mm-hmm. okay but an okay movie to see yeah. but maybe you don't have to run out to the theater Unless it's, you know, matinee day. Uh, honest to goodness, like, this is one I think I would have enjoyed, like, renting. Like, like if, yeah. if, if I'm back in the day, if it's like, you know, the 90s, I'm in high school, and we're at a, a video store, and we're grabbing, like, VHSs to watch a marathon on Friday or night, Friday night or something, this would have been the kind of movie that's good for that. Right. I don't feel that it, it necessarily warrants, like, seeing it on the big screen. There's nothing about it that screams to me, like... You need to see this puppy in 7.1 surround sound. It needs to be big as life. Like, and you need to see it with 300 other people. Yeah, no. But okay. it's it's but amusing. Yeah. yeah, it's amusing enough that I, I would say if, if this is a genre that interests you, it's definitely worth your time to watch at least once. Okay, excellent. Well, do you know what's coming out next week? Because I'm um, drawing a blank. Not there, There's not a whole Nothing. lot. There okay. is, um, what is it? The, uh, it's. Angel has fallen. Is that it? It's the Olympus has fallen. The one with oh. Morgan Freeman. Oh, and, um, yeah. well, maybe it's time for you to do that dog driving in the rain movie. There, it sounds like something you would never go see on purpose. Dog driving in the, the rain. The dog's not driving. It's the uh, something about rain and there's a dog and cry. it's like Marley and me, but involving race cars on the same dog. I'm assuming did, the dog eventually Did you dies. fall asleep watching Cars and like one of your <laughs> one of your dogs started like licking you? What? Heather Graham is in it, I think, or somebody. What's the dog movie that's out now? I you have you have lost. It's me. dry. Seriously, no. I you're believe- not even aware of this film. There's a lot. There's a lot. A lot of movies. All right, we're googling. 
driving fast, driving the driving the art of driving in the rain. Told you. I was just saying it did sound like a fever dream induced by watching cars and getting licked by a dog. Yeah, that's true. Now, the IMDb score is a 7.3. However, we got a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's from the critics and a 96% from the audience. So, the art of racing in the rain. Yeah, I have no desire to see it whatsoever, but I think you need to see it. I, Sounds horrible. It, the, yeah, that's, that's. Oh, it's why not. I'm I'm sorry, it's Amanda. It's Amanda Siegfried. Seyfried? Seyfried. Seyfried? Her. It's her. And Kathy Baker. So there. And Gary Cole. And Kevin Costner as the beat. I mean, as the dog. Kevin Costner is voicing the dog. That's the only, you know, it'd be better. If it was Kevin Costner dressed, <laughs> voicing the beaver, dressed, dressed as a dog, that like would it's be just hilarious. like everything about it, like very realistic and everything. But then you get to an, and it's obviously Kevin Costner in a dog co- costume. But it's Kevin Costner talking. It's like, hey, Kevin, can you do an old Harrison Ford as meaning Harrison Ford as an old man imitation? Yes. And he's like, I don't, I don't even have to imitate that. No. I, it's, it's what I do. Yes. What I do. So yeah. That dog driving in the rain movie. I'm assuming the dog dies. That's or it or it has to it runs away from home or, or it, it has to or get to home it or it drives. That's see that that seems like it would Kevin Costner voicing a dog that can drive. Like maybe you have me on board there. I don't think that's the story. Anthropomorphic dog voiced by Kevin Costner. It's a weird title, but I think it would put people in the seats. How about anthropomorphic shaggy dog? who holds a white-collar professional job, voiced by Kevin Costner. Speaking of Shaggy Dog, do you happen to remember who the villain was in the Tim Allen remake? I did not see. the late aughts? No. no. It's Robert Downey Jr. What? That Robert, the the only Robert Downey Jr. that I am. Now I'm going to have to watch it. Not Robert Downey Sr., not not Robert Downey III. So this is RDJ before Chaplin? Star, star of, no, this This is is after. after. Okay, so this is in the middle of the breakdown? This is, I I think, when he's just like, well, I got to eat. This is well well before he he is the main star of the highest grossing film of all time. I had completely forgotten it. And I was flipping, I was on IMDb for some reason. I happened to hit his and I went, wait. What was he in the show? I was like, Tim Allen. He was the, well, I need to revisit the Duke, this. The Duke of was in uh, Beethoven. I, but, but I'm saying like, those are not the parts you were and especially yeah. not like the man who has championed, like, you know, as Iron Man over the course of 10 years has got like five movies that he's Hilarious. been in that have grossed a billion dollars. One, one of which, which was not Shaggy Dog did not, did not make a billion dollars. That's funny. Anyway, uh, we digress. So I'm going to try to make Adam see a movie that I myself won't watch because a crime. Even, and I even don't, if we were at the theater together, you know, we like, would nope. not go see. Nope. Plus, I don't like to drive in the rain. No. And I know if there's a dog in the movie, it's probably going to end up dead because I saw the dog as a puppy and the dog older is like, I don't want to go there. It's uh, dogs eventually age to the point. They're, they're, yeah. they're just like humans. Yeah. I'm not interested in seeing that at all. But you can suffer through it gladly. Thank you so much for listening to PGS. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.